Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Jellicoon and Zach. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bonsai Beat. This is Jellicoon along with Zach. Good evening, everyone. How are you? Like it's a a fancy club. Good evening. Um, I mean, I'm good. I worked a lot this weekend. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, money's always good, but I worked like like 20 hours. Yeah, work is work. Yay. Work, work. Work, work. Yeah, that's, and luckily it's a hobby instead of a work podcast, but definitely my life has been more work recently. Uh, my little brother is coming to visit before his senior year starts. Oh man! At college, so <laughs> you're be all cool. growing up in front of my eyes. He's so old. Yeah, he's gonna be twenty-two. God damn! In September. Just think, when you started this, you were your brother was in high school. Shit! Yeah, I was younger than twenty-two when we started. I was nineteen, like almost twenty. I was nineteen. My brother's now. Two years older than I was when we started. Oh, man. And now I'm 26. I'm ancient. Oh, shit. You're getting closer <laughs> to 30. Oh, no. Hey, man. I'm yeah, I'm closer to 30 than I am to 20. Exactly. Hey, man. It gets better. Uh, normally, when you're at your job longer, you make more money. So there's upside to getting older. Yeah, that's true. So just well. saying. I thought it was going to be followed by depressing advice, like it gets better, and then you hit me with something that's not better. But yeah, I guess yeah, it's bittersweet. Um, yeah, so that'll be exciting. You'll be here five days, and I do have one day off on the weekend off of work, and we're going to have a cookout and invite friends over. Hell yeah. So that's going to be fun. Hell yeah. Yeah. And other than that, that's that's life. Now I guess we can talk anime. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> that's what we do here, I guess. Well, hey, man, I've been dealing with an estate and learning all about estates and how they work and they suck and... How, how lawyers tell you they work and hopefully they do yes. work that way. And I've learned that, you know, uh, a 10-minute conversation with my lawyer costs $190. God yeah, damn. I usually... Even like before you hire them, they like keep track of it and then bill you once you hire them. Yes, right? every month I get a bill and I'm yeah. like, "Hooray! I have this much left in the fund." Remember that the time fuck? you texted me? Yeah, that's that's that two hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, that's less fun, more adulting. But... Yes. Well, let's get into anime, shall we? Sure. All right. Do you want to start since you have so much this week? Oh man, I have been watching anime. I've actually finally gotten back into the swing of things. I kind of took a time period off, just you know, life being life. But uh, more adult stuff, less hobbies. Exactly. But I've been wanting to get back more into anime. Mm-hmm. 
So, I am watching a lot from this year, and I don't want a repeat of last year's. When it comes to be December, and I'm going to go, oh shit, I only watched three animes this year from, from 2019. Ah, my shit. top five is now my top three. Yes, the three things I only watched. Mm-hmm. The good news is, I've got more than that. Oh yeah. Already, we're not even done. And we didn't even talk about yet what we're reviewing today. We're going to review more fucking sword art online because god damn it kirito is my soul animal it's the show it's the show that keeps on giving <laughs> yeah honestly if we become slightly more lazy recording we might be able to just review sword art every time we record oh man that's a depressing thought that is a depressing thought <laughs> all right so anime i'm watching right now as i speak some of it's trash and forgive me for my trash quality Hensuki, are you willing to fall in love with a pervert only if she's a cutie? And I gotta tell you guys, I downloaded the first episode and VLC player crashed. It wouldn't play. I'm like, that's weird. Well, there's a limit of characters, apparently. And this anime is like a million characters long because for some reason, whoever did this decided to put the entire goddamn fucking Japanese title along with the English title in the fucking file name. Jeez. And it broke VLC Flare. And I thought shit was broken. And then I renamed it. And it's like, oh, it works. Cool. I mean, the names in general are too long. Like, who started the trend of naming anime after, like, a hypothetical question? I don't know. Like, half of the shows nowadays are... Is this a zombie? Are you a rabbit? Hey, can you help me? I'm kind of dying over here. Thanks, question mark. (laughs) If you're not too busy, can you save us? (laughs) Or like a statement that's... I don't even know if it's declarative. I'm not good at English. (laughs) But, like, uh, I can't believe my sister's this cute. Like, why does every title have to be like a statement or a hypothetical? I can't believe we're going to be in a recession again, Deska. (laughs) Trump's anime? Dude, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I want a Bernie Sanders anime. Federal Reserve coon, you're p- printing too much money. <laughs> hey, we could have uh, off the charts. We could have uh, Hollow from Spicer Wolf like show up. Yeah. So this show is I don't know, I've watched four episodes. So I'm watching the Funimation. So a lot of these I'm watching because they've been dubbed. I just haven't really wanted to watch anything subtitled and Funimation is like releasing tons of good shit uh very very quickly yeah it's a couple of weeks behind the original but for this show I haven't wanted to go uh, further and already up to episode 4 and now the show it's so the show's only 12 episodes long but it's already starting to kind of fall off a cliff so essentially it's about this guy he's in like the calligraphy club and he cleans out the I guess the leader of it is a pig and she like leaves the room trashed and they all clean it up with help from some other friends uh one of the librarians his little sister um the leader of the group and he goes out oh, everyone, everyone they're leaves. all doing like their own clubs and then they're like can you yeah. come clean up this one this yeah. girl's very messy pretty much so He gets left a pair of panties and a note saying, I love you. So his whole mission is, huh, who the hell left these panties and this note? And 
They call him call her Underella. Of course. Yes, of course. So, like I said, trash anime. Um, basically, it's a who done it, and then it turns out every girl has a secret fetish. One girl likes being treated like a dog. One's a masochist who likes a, who wants the main character as a slave, uh, and another one, the best character so far, is a Fujoshi who uh, writes boys love manga, and the main character and her the friend is like the hottest boy in school, so like. They are in a BL relationship, and he's just like, "What the fuck?" Uh, but yeah, that that's the whole thing. And like I said, we're up to four episodes, and already the show is kind of starting to lose like its luster, you know. So I I I don't I don't I don't know. Don't know if I'll uh, last. We'll see. I probably will because it's only twelve episodes. And I like trash. <laughs> uh, second up is Kakegure, second season. Now that this is on uh, Netflix dubbed, um, watching, getting around and back to watching it. I watched episode up to episode seven. I was I left after like five or six, and I rewatched the first episode just to kind of get myself back up. And mm-hmm. goddamn, watching it dubbed with all the fucking Jumambi, Mumambi, all the fucking family members being introduced. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I Even in English, I can't keep these motherfuckers straight. And it's probably easier reading it because their names, I mean, if anything, look different because they're spelled differently. Yeah. It's probably even harder to keep track of them when they're just pronouncing them. Well, the, episode, the scene where they're like introducing everybody, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, it's like five minutes long. It's not. Yeah, you know, it's it's weird because I think I remember when we reviewed the first one that like my only complaint was they have too many characters. And in season two, they just double down. They have like three times as many. Yeah, so they're like, oh, you want more? Here's ninety. It is, it is bizarre that that's the direction. And they, they each it. have like their own stupid wants and whims, and the guy main character, good looking butler guy, and mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. I'm just gonna keep watching because crazy anime girls. <laughs> It's almost like whoever wrote the manga was like just writing a story, and the only way he could get someone to animate or like draw it out was if they just let him make a million character designs. We need to have like I'll, I'll illustrate your manga, but can I put like a hundred original character designs in it? Thank you. Yeah, because all the characters, yeah, they look very different. <laughs> yeah, um, still watching Fire Force. I haven't watched past episode one though. I've been. It seems like a show that. Would be really good to marathon, so I'm gonna probably get caught up on that here. I like the first episode, and then the Koyani thing kind of happened. And what's interesting is Fire Force is actually on Toonami. Hmm. Yeah, did not know that. I was As shocked. is Doctor Stone. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet either. I have it, but just haven't got around to watching it. Yeah, yeah I haven't watched it either. I don't really want to watch either, <laughs> from what I've seen, but. Uh, still watching Fruits Basket. It's Fruits Basket. Um, uh, my favorite show is How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift? Because it's amazing. It's part porn and part educational. Edge-a-porn. It knows what it does. So basically, it's got the best character ever named Machio. Uh, Ralph Machio? His name is Machio. <laughs> the Karate Kid? Yes. But in this what? one, he's a uh, he's a instructor. He's a personal trainer at Silverman's Gym, where Habiki, our main character, is a fatty. 
she wants to lose weight because she's like eating nothing but junk. So she signs up for this gym membership, and uh, she likes so Macho. Silver, Silverman's Gym is that like a parody of Gold's Gym? I yes. imagine. And her nice. classmate is super into like weightlifting and stuff and like exercising. So they end up mm-hmm. meeting each other and like she's just there to kind of check it out and be like, okay, cool. But it keeps her motivated. And Machio in a in a sweatsuit comes out and they both fall in love with him because he's cute. And it turns out he's super fucking ripped. But when he wears his tracksuit, he looks like a normal person. But they can flex <laughs> out of it. It's awesome. He can have, flex and like rip it off. Yeah, he rips it off and he becomes super buff. And he grows like three times his size. Actually, in the last episode I watched, he put the suit back on and his body shrank. It's <laughs> <That was> awesome. <laughs> I like it because they actually show you like the proper way to do exercises and what uh, muscles you're working out. But then they show them and they like have like crotch shots and boob shots, and it's kind of funny because they break the fourth wall and they even like the main character be like, "What the fuck is this? This isn't anti." Mm-hmm. You know, this is exercising. Mm-hmm. And it always breaks. We gotta the get time. ripped, not yeah. just show off girls. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's I mean, kind it of sounds funny. interesting. It's it's lighthearted. Like mm-hmm. it's not a serious story. It's just fun to watch. It's fun to interesting. It actually got me interested and in maybe want to go to the gym. But I yeah, I wonder how well they break it down because my brother and I are into weightlifting. Um, they do like a how pretty much good job. So, like in the last episode, um, they were doing sports day at the at the school. Mm-hmm. And Hibiki got picked to be the final uh, runner in her 400 meter relay, and she's not a very fast runner. So she went to the gym, and we learned that hamstrings are what make you run faster. And they showed you how to do curls with your with your legs. You know, you sit on the bench and you curl. Mm-hmm. You know, and they showed hey, what muscles are being built, and then you learn that you're. Your quads, or maybe I'm backwards. Is it your quads that stop you essentially? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they the explain. hamstrings push off yeah. at like the start. Yeah. yeah, and the quads is what stop you. So th- this type of stuff, like they show you the wrong way to do things. Like they start off huh. simple with like, hey, you need to lift uh, dumbbells, mm-hmm. but they're like, don't pick up, you know, nine hundred pound dumbbells. Pick up like five pound dumbbells and start small. Because you'll essentially do 20 reps, and you'll start to get tired. And they explain, like, the right way to do it, like, bending your arm at a 90-degree angle, and explain, like, you can injure yourself. It's just, like I said, it's a fun little anime. They have a lot of jokes, like, there's always Machio's uh, Exercise Minute, and it's got a little song that plays. Uh, and he explains the exercise and what muscles it works out, the proper way to do it, and then they show the character doing it. Cool. You should check it out. The dub is really good. Because I'm watching one trashy show, but it isn't that. But this is like trash, but educational. Yeah, trash-occasional. Mine doesn't teach me anything. It's Magical Girl Senpai, and I'm not learning magic. True. Well, this was fun. <laughs> I like the show. It was, a, it was a nice little distraction. It's fun to watch. Yeah, it gets a little crazy with, like, the DVDs are going to be, like, uncensored most likely. And they've got plenty of showers of them in the shower, like, working like after the workout. And right now they steam out the boobs. But it's mm. like, ugh. 
Like, you know what I mean? It's like that, it's like that weird, like, stretching anime that they had several years mm-hmm. ago. You know, where it's like, oh, come do stretches with whatever. And yeah, it's, it's weird. Um, yeah, it can, I mean, it can be fun. It's only slightly weird. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's all I've got right now. I got a couple things on the back burner I want to check out. I want to check out Carol and Tuesday from last season because I love me my music anime. And uh, true, yeah, yeah. Go from there. What are you watching, sir? Well, I'll match it with my own trashy show first. Magical Senpai, spelled S-E-M-Pi instead of S-E-N, and I don't know how it it came up. Is that? Honestly, they haven't explained it in the show yet. I'm only like four episodes in. And each episode's only 13 minutes, so they're like half as long. Nice. And they're essentially... I imagine the manga was like very short. Um, like when it was made or whatever. Oh. I was just looking at it. I was reading, and it says it's the 25th most popular of all time on annual list, according to people that are watching it. That seems extreme. But I was going to say, Jesus. Maybe that many people are watching it. Maybe they mean just this season. I have no idea. But anyway, so either everyone's already heard it and they don't need to hear me talk about it or uh, more people need to. But uh, it's just, it's trashy. It's this guy is the no name, normal character, insert, self insert, and he needs to find a club. And he's like, well, I don't really like, and it's the typical, I don't really like doing any clubs. I'll just join whatever. And then he sees a sign that says Magical Club, and it's, like, scribbled on this sign below, like, an actual classroom. Like, it's clearly fake. So then he goes in, and it's this girl who they just call Senpai. I don't think we have a real name yet. And she's, her character design's cool. She has, like, light blue eyes and gray hair and huge tits, of course. Of course. And she's, like, tied up, and she can't get undone. And, of oh, course, no. it's very erotic. And she's trying to be Houdini, essentially. She's like, welcome to the Magic Club. Let me perform a trick. But, oh, wow. Did you hear that Discord thing? Okay, well, apparently my dad's computer, I'm in his office, is logged into Discord, so maybe that'll happen. That's <laughs> all good. Got my, got my family on Discord, because I don't want to text, but this is the byproduct. Oh, man. Um. So, what was I saying? So she's like, oh, uh, she has stage fright. And she's like, stutters a whole bunch. She's like, watch me do magic. But then she also sucks at it, so she can't get out. So he has to, like, help her out. And then he's like, well, what is this club? Is it even real? And she's like, of course, everyone loves magic. It's a real club. But then she, like, slowly tries to trick him into, like, signing the paper to join the club. Because it actually isn't a club until she gets enough signatures. <laughs> So she's, like, trying to do magic in a way that, like, magically makes him sign the paper, but it always fails. So, yeah, it's just like, you, like your other show. It's a mix of fan service and comedy. And, I mean, it's fun enough. The main characters, or the main girl's interesting so far, and there's going to be more characters according to the posters, so we'll see. All right. It's, it's very simple. I mean, each, like, set, each arc is, like, three minutes, so... It's, like, hard to pick out. Basically, each thing is just, like, a different trick that she fails at. So. And then he does, like, really remedial tricks, like... um, Is he the aqua of that show? Yeah, essentially. Like, he doesn't care about magic at all. He's just trying to lay low in a club. 
but she's always like enamored by his magic skills when he does like basic stuff like the making your thumb disappear you know like you would trick a child with and stuff and like um uh, and then she tries to do like the magic trick where uh, they have you hold out your hand and they're like look it's one foam rabbit or foam ball is the way i saw it in the west it's like a foam ball but actually there's like a whole bunch in there but if you mush foam obviously it's compact and you can't tell and then they're like hold out your hand and they put it in but like she she puts them in really slowly and they're all like wet from like the sweat on her hand so <laughs> when he opens his hand they don't like shoot out like all the rabbits it's just like a pile of like sweat on his hand and they just like slide off and she's like look that's more rabbits than i put in there and he's like no it took you like five minutes to put them in my hand i knew how many were going in there but she just like fails at every trick hmm. it's it's fun so it's not magic in the sense of magic girls it's magic no, as in yeah, color magic. magic is in a magician stage yes. show well there you go for once it's an anime instead of the Magic being about, like, yeah, killing people and crazy stuff. It's just normal stage magic that she fucks up. And then puts herself in lewd positions. Oh, God, excuse me. Whoa, that was some echo. Sorry. And then, <laughs> and like, uh, she put herself in a box, but she couldn't get out. She just, like, banged around in there. But it was really hot out, so she couldn't get out. And then they open the box, and she's all sweaty in there. And her, like, white shirts see-through and stuff. That kind of stuff. Oh, man. Just normal things. Quality anime stuff. Pretty sure Penn and Teller have this problem all the time. Mm-hmm. She's, like, a, a pigeon she wants to pull out of a hat, but it, like, accidentally flies down her shirt. And then it, like, goes out the bottom of her skirt, and she's like, and that was the magical giving birth to a pigeon. <laughs> and he's like, you're not, and the guy's like, you're not fooling anyone. You clearly didn't want that to happen, because she's, like, all flustered by it and stuff. Oh, my God, I'm going to watch this show. This sounds amazing. Yeah, giving birth to a pigeon. It's Just, short, and it sounds like fun. Yeah, it's fun. And then the more serious show I'm watching is still the Demon Slayer, whoever, I always forget his name. Uh, Demon Slayer, and then it says Kometsu no Yaiba. But it's about Tanjiro and how his whole family in the first episode gets murdered by demons. And essentially, demons are made by like uh, killing the other person and then like putting some of your demon blood in them and they get like infected. Now they're demons forever. So his sister is the only one that lives, is like uh, the second youngest, I guess. Because, oh no, wait, the second oldest. He's the oldest and he's. Uh, boy obviously and then like mm. his he's like five other family members and they all die except for his like second oldest sister um but then she's turned into a demon so he has to like carry her around and kill demons and find a way to change her back but it's really cool it's not just like normal shonen the situations you actually think he might lose the problem i have with most shonen shows is you're like well they're never gonna lose they just like magically get more powerful yep but the last episode, he was, like, very close to losing, and it was revealed his, like, sister has a new power, because she's not, for some reason we don't know yet, she's not, like, a demon that just kills everyone. She can actually listen to him somewhat. Yeah. So, well, I'm go. like, oh, he's actually going to be dead, which most action shows can't actually convince me is the case. Well, there you go. So, pretty good. Yeah. And besides that, I don't think I'm really watching anything. Well, there you go. I'm surprised you're not watching the, uh... Like, I finished JoJo's. I'm surprised you're not watching the, uh... Uh... The Accelerator. 
Yeah, well, the problem is I never finished the last Index show. Ah. So, like, Index came out, and I started watching it because I love Railgun. But it's just not interesting enough. It's too wacky. That, and they don't explain the plot enough. Like, it's supposed to just, I guess, for anime fans, it's just supposed to be wacky, and you turn your brain off, and it's just action. But I was actually pretty invested in the story, especially, Mm -hmm. like, the Railgun half of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had to, like, talk to one of my friends for, like, an hour and be like, can you explain? Because he actually read the novels. Can you explain what's happening? But they don't explain it in the show, so I That's got frustrated awful. and stopped. Yeah. All right. So, so I know I can't watch Accelerator yet, and I'll probably just wait and uh, watch them begrudgingly if more Railgun comes out. I don't want to watch them without that. I would, I would think that they wouldn't be... A... A series that you have to be like, oh man, I gotta, gotta watch to know what's happening because it seems like it doesn't give a shit about the source material. Yeah, so I guess I won't have to watch the other parts, but at the same time, I'm sad they're so quick to neglect the story because they might ruin the next Railgun one too. Gotcha. No, I completely understand that. Can't the story is actually hand. very dark. Wow. She's, she's like one of the most powerful espers in their city, which is just like a magic person, and. They make a whole bunch of clones of her to use for, like, military experiments against her will using her DNA. It's just, like, hunt the people down that run the experiments and essentially just sending, like, thousands of clones of her to just go die. So, it's, like, it's fairly dark. Yeah. And they do a good job. And then, like, you start Index and it's, like, uh, watch overpowered man punch things while tiny girl named Index clings to him. And she can't communicate, but she bites him when she's angry. And you're, like... Why is suddenly the show for children and shonen fans? Like, what happened to the dark story of the... And maybe that's why they have a spinoff. Maybe the Accelerator spinoff will be good, too. But I hate the main story of it. I mean, the main story is not even that bad. But the problem is they got rid of all the story and kept the hijinks. And it's just not fun. Gotcha. Hijinks is unfun. You heard it here first. There you go. Well, should we get into the DVD picks? Sure. It's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the Weekly DVD Picks. <laughs> Weekly. <laughs> Weekly. <laughs> Let's see. We got Record of the Grand Crest War, which sounds like it's just toothpaste. Record of the Crest War. Oh, man. Four to, ten, four to five dentists recommend it. Yeah, four to five dentists died in this war to bring you crest. Yeah. We got Akka. What do you say that? Akka? Akka 13. Akka 13 Territory Inspection Department, which just sounds like a government agency. Sounds kind of boring. Uh, Zaldar liked that show. and um, mm. yeah. Then it's boring. No. <laughs> Guys sell cigarettes. It yeah, either has yeah. little girls or a really boring dystopian philosophical plot. Yep. That's what we've pegged them for at this point. Yep. Uh, we got Free Dive to the Future. Pretty inspirational title. Uh, Kaijo. Oh my god, I'd rewatch Kaijo, actually. You would watch Unironi- it. Unironically, good show. <clears throat> you good would watch it. show while also being fan service. I'm surprised you don't have watch. posters and like memorabilia. Yeah. Figures. I should. Every morning before I go to the gym, I look at my Kaijo poster to inspire myself to be, to be Today, a greater. Today's gonna be a good editor. day. Yeah. <laughs> I want to destroy people with the the butt cannon or whatever the <laughs> the hip twist butt vacuum or whatever. 
Uh, Attack on Titan Junior High. No idea what that is. Uh, spinoff. Oh, I, I guess I finished another season of Attack on Titan we didn't talk about yet. So I guess that's also something I watched along with JoJo. So combined, that's like 50 episodes. So it's not like I haven't watched that much, but yeah, we just don't talk about that because we don't both watch it. And honestly, uh, this season of JoJo is better than the last one, but it's still worse than all the other ones. So it's not too notable. Uh, we got Ranja, the robber's daughter. Orphan, complete collection. Collect all the orphans. <laughs> <laughs> the Big O. Waiting in the Summer. And Pokemon the series, Diamond and Pearl, the series. I don't know why the series is written twice. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know what that is besides Kaijo. should definitely get it. Oh. If you like sports, Kaijo is the future of sports. Oh, God. Please, please. Soon I'll be starting a league in my own hometown. So. Soon they'll be in the Olympics. Yeah. Oh uh, sells at work. I watched that show. That show's fun. It's fun, fungicational, it's, it's, I would yeah, say. Yeah, it's fungitainment. Yeah, just like your workout show. Less fan service, but <laughs> it's fun. Uh, we got Kimagure Orange Road. Ah, loop it. Kimagure, what is that? Is that, is that, that the bicycle one? That No, that's not the bicycle no, one. Because <laughs> it has road in it. So yes. It um, so this show was uh, out of print for a very long time. And basically, you could command up to three to five hundred dollars for the wow. DVDs for this show off of eBay, and now you can get it for like seventy-five bucks on Amazon. Or Right Stuff just had it on sale for thirty-five, and I'm kind of kicking myself for not buying it. Um, it's a fun little show. I started watching it. I kind of dropped it, but I just recently picked up the Blu-ray. I got it coming. So, um. It's a fun little show. Uh, I, I would think maybe it was one of the earliest, um, or maybe one of the earliest uh, kind of love triangle type shows. Mm. It does a lot of the tropes that you see today still. Where like, oh, boy and girl like each other, but then there's this other girl that boy kind of, the girl likes the boy, and now the boy can't really decide who he wants to date, so. He's kind of nice to yeah. both girls, but he kind of wants the old. He kind of yeah, wants it's to not even up to him. Usually, it's like he likes girl who doesn't like him. Uh, childhood friend who likes him has a fragile heart, and he has to like be careful. No, it's, it's not like that. Girl. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. not like that. But like, it's kind of funny because the tropes are like, "Oh, you guys are a cute couple. Oh, you guys should come in here and we'll take wedding photos." And uh, mm. there's an episode where one of the girls becomes like a wrestler and. Is okay. pro wrestling in her gym. Because that thing happens. It's from 1988. What do you expect? Oh, yeah. and the and the main character has Asper powers. That's that's okay. the hook. His whole family has Asper powers. He's got to keep secret. That's a little more interesting. Yeah. That spices it up. It does. It's a fun little show, but it's not like... It's kind of... The hard problem with these shows is like... Everyone loved... Kimigaru Orange Road, and the problem is, is like I like I said, I think it's one of the first things that like did what a lot of shows nowadays still do. So it's kind of like, oh, I can kind of see where this is going. Oh, okay, you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing original. 
Uh, it's still mm-hmm. a fun little show, though. I-, I should probably just finish it. I got about halfway through and kind of dropped it. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the, that happens to all media, like, depending on what time period you're born in. Like, you watch, I don't know, for well, example, horror movies. Yeah. And then you go back and watch, like, ones that help set the scene, like The Shining and then... Mm-hmm just like classic slashers and stuff and you're like it's so campy and there's so many tropes and you're like well yeah but they did it first so yeah. <laughs> you just happen to watch the non-originals first yeah and my problem was like when I watched Starblazers not Starblazers um wow what was it Starship Troopers no was it Starblazers no Starship Troopers with the, the giant oh. like ants they fight it's afraid yeah I can't think cares. of the fucking movie or the TV show. Ah, uh, fuck it. I don't remember anymore. But I compared it to fucking Cowboy Bebop quite a bit. It wasn't Space Battleship Yamato. No. I had the same thought. But no, it was the, it was the other one that was really popular popular in the 90s. It had the girl, the... Uh, fuck. I don't remember now. God damn it. Point being is I've seen other shows like that. And it wasn't Star Blazers, doesn't that? No, 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 no. Okay. Now I gotta think. One second. All right. Taking way too long to try to remember. The sad part is I can remember Jim, the main character, Outlaw Star. I fucking reviewed this show. (laughs) But uh, what were we even talking about that it got brought up? Uh, the point that we were comparing that. Hey. Oh, with tropes. Yeah, tropes. Yeah. Anyway, so, moving on. I guess the point was you watched it, what, too late? And you thought yeah. it was too tropey? Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. I see. Moving on, Lupin the Third. Woo! Wait, which New, Lupin the Third? Oh, Blood Seal of the Eternal. Probably another Which might be movie. a movie. Yeah. New Cutie Honey. Because we needed an old Cutie Honey. Mm-hmm. Sorcerer Hunters. Yeah. yeah. I can tell that's going to be bad. Anything that, you know, my hate for Magic X shows, Sorcerer Hunter fits that naming convention, I'm afraid. Oh, man. Oh, here we go. Finally, something I can talk about. Ranpa. Woo. Wait, the original? Favorite... Yeah, they have everything here. The animated series, which is just going to be the first season because they never did a second one. So basically, for those unfamiliar... It was a game series they made into anime, and they made an anime for the first one. Yep. Following the first game, but yep. then only for like after it was like a sequel to the second and like spinoff game. So basically, the chronological order is the first game, which you can watch the first anime as a stand-in, the second game, which has no anime, but you have to know the story by playing it. And then the third show, which is called Ranpa 3, which is a prequel to the second game and a sequel to the second game at the same time. It has two different arcs. So when it was airing, they would play one episode of one, like, every other week. So it would be, like, prequel, and then next week, sequel. Oh, and they God. did that over and over for two seasons. It was actually really cool. They did... Oh. There's very few shows that could pull this off. They actually did a fantastic job, like, making nods to the prequel in the sequel. Oh, cool. And it was really cool. As long as you played the first two games, you would know what was happening. 
Uh, so I'm actually very thankful that they made a show that catered to fans of the game rather than, you know, like most game adaptations try to like pick up new fans. Yeah. I'm glad they made it like purely for people that were into it. Speaking <laughs> so, of. Yeah, really hard to get into, but if you actually played the games, it's very good. Speaking of, I finished Persona 5, 97 hours and 46 minutes. You beat me by three hours. In like a three, well, because I skipped like, dude, some of that shit was so fucking long-winded. I'm like, don't care, pause, or start, skip through <laughs> it all. I don't give a fuck. Um, But yeah, I've been watching the Persona 5 anime. Man, I'm on episode like five, and it's just like. I watched like six episodes, and it was just like the game verbatim, so I yeah. felt like it was a waste. Yeah, that's kind of... And it's 25 yeah, so, episodes. So I guess that's an example of something that isn't made for the fans so much as, like, it's just the exact same story. They did the same thing, though, for Persona 4. Yeah. I mean, it was successful enough, so... Right, yeah. I don't know. And some people just want an adaptation of a game they like. That's fair. Like, because some of the cutscenes are cool. Some are really boring, like you said, but some are cool. Like, uh... When they run away from the exploding castles yes. in like every scene, that those are cool. Yeah. So like I'm sure those look really good animated because the cutscenes are cool. Um, but to tell you like, like you know this obviously, like they were already f- defeating the first. Uh, they were already defeating the first. Oh yeah, I was by, like, I watched, like the first five, the first five of the show, and they were already like entering like the second palace. Yeah, the second part. It's like, this is supposed to be 25 fucking episodes. What are you. Monorames. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's a good sign because I wish they spent more time on Makoto's older sister. What is her name? Sai. Sai. Yeah. And uh, Akechi. They didn't get enough of the story in the game, so, like, maybe they're going to make room. I don't know. Maybe I should watch it. Yeah, I've been thinking about playing again. But then I was like, oh god, but I burned through that so quick. No, just wait. Just wait for uh, Persona 5 Royal. With yeah, the new but group. I got a PS3. I don't want to go buy a fucking PS4. Oh, I have a PS4. Well, good for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Get all those work hours. Now I own the PS4. Yeah. No, I had it. I had it like just for. I mean, you could have played it on PS3, but I got it <clears> for <throat> Persona and like the Spider Man game. Both were very good. So. Dude, go play The Last of Us. It's amazing. Okay. It's I mean, awesome. I played a bit of it. I wasn't really into it, but I can try again. Man, when is that number two coming out? Hopefully soon. It feels like it's been forever since they've announced it. I don't keep on. I don't keep up on games anymore. So. Yeah, me either. But I remember seeing the trailer for it. Like, yeah, two years ago now. God damn! Where's the time gone? <laughs> Fucka! It was like two E3s ago or whatever. I know. Shit. Uh, anyway. But Duncan Ronpa, a fantastic game series. It's it's Ace Attorney with, with like murder, more murder mystery, and like half of its trials, and half is like wandering around. Wait, 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 wait! Wasn't this anime the one that had pink blood? Mm-hmm. <sighs> but in the third game, they now have red blood. Oh. So, so I didn't finish the full chronological. It's first game. And then second game, then third show, which has no game counterpart, then spin-off game, Despair Girls, and then Danganronpa 3, which is not the same as Danganronpa 3, the show. It's a whole new story. God Very damn. confusing. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but 
if you can get into it, I don't know, just Google how to watch slash play Denkenranpa, and I recommend it to, to almost everyone. It's, like, very inoffensive if you're getting into anime, but also <clears throat> it's it still nails all, like, the right tropes for people that are into anime games and anime yeah. in general. Well, there you so, go. It's good. It's a lot of fun. And I recommend playing it with, like, someone else who hasn't played it at the time. I don't know. This is, like, a lot to ask for, like, a call to action, but find a friend, even though you watch anime, and play the game and have, like, try to think, like, who done it. Because half of it's who done it, and half of it's, like, what are people's intentions. It's it's well-written. Gotcha. Which is not true, sadly, though I love the medium for a lot of anime. <laughs> a lot of them take shortcuts, and you can't just, like, muse about it and predict stuff because often they're just like hammered into a trope that they're not going to break. Yep. So, yeah. And speaking of, Ace Attorney Season 2 comes out after that, so that's funny. Hell yeah. Because half of the game is whodunit. And Devil's Line. Yeah. Well, I don't know what that I is. Don't know what that is. And that's about it. So obviously Duncan Ronpa 3 for me. I mean, the first one's fine, but you might as well just play the game. So I'm much more excited about the third one. And it looks like it's been out a while, which makes sense. The show aired like almost three years ago. Um, cause I just moved to Texas at the time and now it's on essentials. So you can get the Blu-rays of all of them for like under 30 bucks each. Oh, damn. Yeah. Well, they really don't just make a, uh, a big, you know, complete collection. Yeah. Yeah. They might've for like the show overall, maybe the essentials just are separate. Good right. stuff. Are you ready to get into Sword Art Online Alicization? When aren't I? Boy, do I love Sword oh, Art. Oh, man. We just like hurting ourselves. <laughs> I enjoy suffering. All right. So this is like... Would you call this a... I mean... This is very much a sequel and not a spinoff. Like Gun yeah, Gal. Yeah, I was gonna say this is a continue, but this well, this yeah. can be considered part of the main. I guess you could say yes, it's part yeah. of the main canon. This, yeah, this is very much the main story. The only spinoff that exists in the Sword Art universe thus far is Gun Gal Alternative. Everything else, including the movie, is canon. Gotcha. I'm a, I'm affirmed about saying that. I, I'm not a big <laughs> Sword Art. Uh, fandom fan in general, but I'm, I'm confident that is the case. This is very much just part of the story. Okay. Well, speaking of story, what's the story? The story is, I mean, much more interesting than the other ones. Agreed. So, especially in the way they set it up, because now yeah. Kirito's the one who's vulnerable. The first episode literally begins with characters we'd never met before. And a different looking Kirito. Like, we don't even know what it's like Kirito at first. It's and... like young Kirito. But yeah. yeah, they name drop him. It's like ambiguous at first, but by the end they use his name. Yes. And blonde guy. Eugene. Eugene, uh, yeah. UG. I was going to call him Eugene, but that's a little too Western of his name. And what, who's the girl's name? I mean, I've watched it. Jesus Christ, are you serious? Dude, it's been a while. It's been at least. No, it's Alice. No, I was <laughs> no. gonna say Jesus. Yeah, because it's like an obvious parody of Alice in Wonderland. But yes. anyway, 
um not a parody so much as you know that's homage the, i don't know the, yeah an homage is accurate they pulled her like outfit and her like loss of memory and waking up in another world from it um although that being said like the disney homage to alice in wonderland is like not the original story so it, it's hard to compare it because most people do not know the original one yeah um so anyway despite getting sidetracked by alice in wonderland there's uh i want to call him eugene again yujio kirito small form and alice and they're all children and their goal is to cut down this huge ass tree it's yeah, they're like in olden times again. They're back in like the Stone Age yeah. or like the the, the medieval times, the, the fantasy village type era. And but they like they're assigned that job, and they don't really get into it right away. But that's the job they have forever. Like all of Yuji's ancestors had the job of just smacking the tree all day, and they didn't do great because the tree is so hard. They cut it like a little bit. I don't know, like two feet deep, and which is nothing because the tree's like. I don't know, a thousand feet deep. It's giant. Yep. Um, and then we so, find out they're in a game world because they can do system calls and look at like health points. And it's like, oh, okay. Interesting. Right, which is weird because you're like, well, Kirito isn't a child. So either he <laughs> he aged backwards or this is a game where he just has to play as a child. And then they get it's revealed it. at the end of the episode, it is. It's a game where he's just playing as a child and... You don't really know the circumstances, but the government, Japanese government guy who he was working with to catch Death Gun in the second season has, like, encouraged him to join this project where... Did they reveal what his purpose is in the beginning? I forget. Um, Basically, to do the... Just to to be there to be, like, a a counter because, essentially, they just want to see how it worked because they were going to, like, release it. And then, okay, so yeah. yeah, we're not revealing like the actual well, I thought purpose we get of the it. game. No, because later, later they talk about like what it's actually used for, right? It's yes. kind of sinister. Yes, of course. Yes. It's sword art. No yeah, game right. in sword art is ever just no game safe. Yeah, if you like video games, well, you're fucked if you live in that universe because they're all designed to kill someone or something. Take that yeah, they're society. all designed to kill something. Uh, but basically, it's this game where time moves really fast in the game. And it's, like, an experiment where Kirito, like, grows up with these AI. Can he, like, mold how they feel about stuff? Yeah, they basically said, like, the AI, they basically put everything on AI, and they built the civilization from AI, and they built this church called the Pontifex, uh, and this church, like, relays down all these laws and sets all these stuff, and no one's ever been killed, and they want to introduce someone that can, like, cause them to get out of their comfort zone, essentially, as characters and have stuff happen that, you know, hasn't happened yet. They want to make it as most human as they can get. Mm-hmm. And so he's he's doing this stuff. And the, the first episode is, like, kind of world building, introducing us to Yu-Gi-Oh, introducing us to Alice. And then we come back to reality. And it's like, oh... It's present day. Kirito's got his side job, and there's Asuna. And, and his side bitch. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, no, you know, I, know I mean, at this point, I think they're married, because it takes place after the movie. Uh, okay, because they're talking about going to college. Okay, well, they still have to go to college, but yeah, in the in the movie. Because remember, he was talking about wanting to go to America to mm-hmm. 
he wants basically he wants to pursue this whole VR thing. AI like, research, yeah. but America does it better, I guess. Yes, fuck but, Japanese. Which I I mean, if as long as they're not making games that kill people, yeah, I mean, we make games that don't kill people. <laughs> yeah, so I guess they're doing better. He's right. But um, oh um, man, you know, real life violence from video games—it's a thing in the mean streets of Japan. Because what happens? Oh yeah, <laughs> so, like is he alluding to current events? But it's not real here. He meets Zexed or whatever the guy's name was. And... Yeah, I don't. I mean, that's confusing to me still. I don't really understand. But it's just some other thug man. They they basically have an endless amount of thugs to use for the entire series. And whenever they need someone sinister, I feel like the writer just says, "This is a guy from the Laughing, from Laughing Skull Guild." Yeah, yeah, Laughing Coffin. Remember how they killed guys in a game? This is him. And you're like, uh, this character probably never existed. They just get written into the story when he needs someone to do something bad. No, I remember Zexed or whatever his name was. It's like X X X Seed X X D. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel anyway, like you remember him because they wrote him into the story during Death Gun. Yeah. Because when they gave him PTSD, which honestly was oh, yeah. Kirito's most endearing character trait he's ever had, um, was they like wrote his memories in for fighting the Laughing Cop, and he never did that in season one. True, but I mean, he, he, supposedly he did it at the same time, and now they're telling you about it later. Yeah, I don't know. It's just lazy writing. But either way, he wants to be a oh, real life play player killer. He's yeah, PKer. I mean, he was uh, theoretically we're supposed to believe that like they were. Because they're not saying, well, this is like a political stance that the show does not commentate on. But the show isn't saying that the game made him a killer so much as like similar to how like murderers could potentially go fight wars. Murderers ended up playing sword art and they got to murder because it was already in their nature. But now he wants to keep murdering. So he doesn't kill Kirito, but he runs up and stabs him. With a syringe. Him in a coma. What the fuck so was it? What is up with anime and these crazy looking syringes of like... They're yeah. huge. They always have like an injector button that's like mm-hmm. massive. And it's like totally not how the human body works. You can't just inject something into someone and make them enter a coma. Like yeah. I mean there's medically induced comas, but it's a lot more steps. <laughs> like you're so, on the yeah. risk of just killing them or not working at all if you were like to try that with one chemical. But either way, medical feasibility aside, he puts Kirito in a perfect coma as not to destroy his brain or kill him. So, yeah, instead of sending him to the hospital, he goes to, like, some secret organization that, as soon as, like, I don't know where the fuck... Yeah, they tell all of his friends he went to the hospital, and then they go check on him, and he isn't there, so So they have to hunt him down. I thought that was funny. They they didn't even, like, tell him. Well, then that was so... Like, the the thing I'll say about this show is when they go back to, quote-unquote, real life, it's torture. Yeah. Like, it's so stupid. Like At all we'll, times it is. <laughs> we'll cut to the chase. Essentially, they, they some woman got name-dropped who Asuna emails, and she has, like, <laughs> access to the secret organization. Yeah, I thought that was insane. They have, like, a and, secret... And, like, they helped with the help of, like, the, girl, the AI girl that they adopted in season one. Uh, they were able to, like track down this super secret organization and using fucking Photoshop hack the AI system that does facial recognition because the woman who is supposed to start like is a fake or something and she just hacked the website to show Asuna's face and so like 
she was let on board, and she's like, ha ha, I got you. I used Photoshop. Fuck you. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I what? mean, they, re- they reveal it, like, instantly, and instead of being, like, kicked off because they have, like, armed guards, they're just like, oh, okay, you, can you live got here. us. Your boyfriend's over here. And they're like, what? <laughs> and then they're like, oh, you can live here. Yeah. So Thanks for breaking into our secret military installation. Enjoy your stay. Yes. And they get to have, like, breakfast and brunch and baguettes yeah there are yeah that's a good point every it's like a fucking luxury real, cruise every time they show a, a real life scene they are eating they're like eating on like a sky deck and they're like hey over there is the uss walter mondale a trash <laughs> delivery ship it's, it might be spying on us ah it's all good walter mondale was a fucking shit presidential candidate <laughs> Oh, anyway, so yeah, to put it bluntly, the real life part sucks anus because it's bad and it's just, again, lazy writing of like Mm -hmm. nothing. You're telling me these college kids can like figure out super secret like government boats? Oh, yeah, and get on just because they brought someone with? Okay. Anywho, back in the... I mean, in some regard, it's it's not feasible, certainly. But like, they do need Kirito for their experiment. I He's get in that. a coma. Yeah. I guess their compromise. I mean, they're like begrudgingly letting her stay there because they just don't want to release Kirito. Well, that and, and probably... it makes you it makes you believe like every other uh, sword art show we've had so far that the main character revealed in the beginning is always the villain. So you're like, did he have? Random thug guy put Kirito in a coma, probably. Yes, probably. And then that... even when he reveals the sinister intent of the game, no one's like upset. They're like, eh, "That sounds pretty sinister." Well, yeah, and like, every time they go back to the real world, they're like, "Oh, what are you doing now?" Well, here, let me explain it to you, in very big detail. And they're like, "Oh, we're doing stuff with your brain lights, and we call them fluck lights, and they do this and that and the other thing, and we don't need the gaming system anymore because." We can do brainwave gaming mm-hmm. now. Isn't it cool? Don't tell anybody, though. Okay, go back to your luxury cruise. We'll keep Kirito here. That's, that's the way I feel. Asuna's was just there on the cruise. Probably yeah, banned. she's having a fun time. Go <laughs> play volleyball. When's bingo? Yeah, we've at least seen that machine they put Kirito in before with uh, Yuki. Was that her name? Yeah. Yeah, the like girl who dies of of AIDS tragically. Yes, tragedy. <laughs> it's not funny, but it, it, they gave her AIDS, I guess. So yes. Kirito's in the same sort of life support machine. Yep. So I guess he's safe in like his a, coma. Looks like a like a smaller version of a of a cat scan machine. Except it's like floating over his head. It's like a giant box. It's like if you put someone's head in a big box and then yeah. their body is just out the bottom of it. It essentially just makes them a big bobblehead. You know what I want to know, though? He wasn't, like, hooked up to, like, IVs or anything. Isn't his body just wasting away? Well, you see, that was my problem with the first season when he spent two years in a game world. But, you know, we don't need to answer these questions. It's sword art. True. So like, back in the How game did they world, feed these people for yes. two years? Oh, well. Back in the game world, uh, happiness is abound. But meanwhile, they're trying to chop down the tree. And Kirito using his gaming skill because everything's built on Sword Art Online. Nobody has original uh, code, you know. Yeah, everyone in Japan both 
plagiarizes content for games and makes their games kill people, I guess. Yes. So, uh, they have a picnic, and they're like, cool, let's go to the caves! Because Alice is really smart and knows everything, and she's, like, knowing things and can do all the different system calls. So they go in the cave, and they find a dead dragon and some treasure, and they drag a, uh, a, a sword out a sword out of the caves. But, oh no, guys. Alice goes to the dark side and touches the dark area of the, <laughs> of the area where they're not supposed to be, and guards show up and take her away. Yeah, I mean, that part's kind of cool. Like a, it is. It's very... 1984 it's like a formless white face like comes out of the void and it's like you're breaking the rules but they, they say it fancier yeah and then it, it's like all creepy and it makes a bunch of noises and then it like disappears and they're like well that and his friends are like oh fuck we really messed up and they go back to town and then like, like the guards waiting there to take alice away so did you go in the dark it, area it, nah it is cool and like big it brother like where they know everything yes so Long story short, Kirito uses his special magic sword art online powers to chop down this tree that's not been chopped down before. With his new sword. With his awesome new sword he found in the cave. Well, actually, it becomes uh, Yu-Gi-Oh's new sword. So, but... yeah, he teaches Yu-Gi-Oh how to be a swordsman, essentially. And What's uh, funny is once they chop down the tree, they're like, you're now free from your life's duty. And, and Yu-Gi-Oh's like, want. good, I want to be a swordsman. Yes. You're like, okay, I guess. That's your new job. I yep. like how they assign jobs. Yep. So they go to Swordsman Academy, and they become instructors. And I literally, I literally like that arc. That's what I was just going to say. I was, I was going to ask you what your favorite episode was, and mine was when they, like, the end of that arc, basically. Yeah. No, I agree. Them, them confronting the other students. and like It was the first time, like, consequences and violence were, like, real yes. for the Sword Art universe. Yeah. I like the part where, well, I like the the underclassmen that they're kind of, you know, they're seniors of training and responsible for training and, you know, seeing Mm. them go through this process of like, oh, you think you're hot shit, but here we're going to teach you things and make you a better person, you know. Yeah, and the the implied class system was cool too. Mm -hmm. Not like class, like games, but class as in like your rank in society where like everyone there is like an aristocrat basically other than them. But the people they teach are like, mm, they're not snotty nobles, I guess you could say. They're like, oh, my father says he got there. He's he's not that, like the red-haired girl, I think, was saying, like, your father's like the fifth lord of some district, so he's not very high up. And yeah. he got there by doing good things, and karma returned it to him. And then Kirito gives her, like, some sort of Japanese adage for, like, helping people. And you're like, oh, it's, it's very wholesome, and they're good people. And then... The consequences are more impactful when they're taken advantage of. Yes. So, uh, they go through that. Some shit happens where the conditions are finally met where people start breaking. It's called the taboo index, essentially. And mm-hmm. in this AI world, nobody has ever broken the taboo index until Kirito. Well, until, until Yu-Gi-Oh, right? Yeah, until Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Chooses to. His, his like, eye explodes. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy. That, that happens to every character, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So, they're thrown in jail for breaking the taboo index. 
and we find things out about the universe, and they break out, and then basically it comes like, oh, another tower! Because Sword Art needs more fucking towers. It's a game. What's a game but a tower progression? <laughs> yes. So, long story short, there's a lot that happens, but we meet Alice again. It's been like two or three... Man, what was she, 11 in the freaking original? Uh, Maybe even younger. Either way, it's only been like a couple years. And now she looks like she's like 19. I think she goes from like 9 to 15. Yeah, they say it's like 4 years or 5, yeah, something like that. Because I know they say like, oh, 6 years ago you were taken away from your home. Yeah. But yeah, so... Um, you know, now you mentioned the, the Alice is a, you know, the Alice in Wonderland reference, you were right because one of the characters, the like, underling of the Pontifex mm-hmm. was all crazy and bouncing and like, okay, it's like to be the representation of the Mad Hatter. Uh, maybe. Cause he was like, cause he was like out of. For me, I felt like very out of place for that character. Mm-hmm. The character was bizarre. Yes. But yeah, long story short, um, it's a cliffhanger. There's no there's no uh ending to the series so far. They're doing another season. We've gotten to the point now where uh Alice and Yu-Gi-Oh! And, and, and Kirito made their way up to the Pontifex all the way to the top. Uh, we beat other characters I'm not going to get into because it's dumb. Uh, and you can watch, I don't, don't want to ruin every little thing for you guys if you want to watch yeah. the show. I mean, I guess the bigger tell was she was named Alice and she was wearing like blue with the white like cloth when she yeah. was young. <laughs> it's like the same outfit. Um... Yeah, I mean, I guess the more important thing than covering all the plot like we attempted to do is, like, why I enjoyed it more than the other shows. And for me, it was because finally Kirito had a dynamic to play off of that wasn't, like, a harem. Yeah. Like, they they tap into, like, the brotherly relationship of him and Yujio. Yeah. And that's just, like, so much more enjoyable to see a character like Kirito because he's, like, dependable in, like, a, a brother sense than, like, a lover sense. Yeah, I mean, and... It wasn't like... And Yujiro is like his own useful character too. Like whereas a lot of the girl characters are just very flat and boring. Definitely. And definitely like it was nice seeing him like actually train someone and like not be like hey, I guess you could say he was a little bit OP but like it wasn't yeah. egregious. It yeah, wasn't that's like... true. He needed Yujiro to succeed yeah. most of the time. Instead of just being like, it's okay if you suck, we're gonna go do X whatever, which is usually what happens with the girls. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, yeah, I mean it was good. The fight scenes were good. Um, I don't know what was my favorite fight scene. I wonder. I don't really like fighting the the Pontifex or the weird clown man. I thought fighting like the the girl, the purple haired girl, was cool. Purple hair. Oh, uh, she's like the second in command knight. She's like all the knights that help her, but they think it's a guy at first. But it's the girl with purple hair. Gotcha. She's like the white sword. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. I mean, my favorite, my favorite one was the whole arc with the swordsman training and all that. I kind of felt like 
the whole thing with the tower having to like redo all that. It's like, oh, God damn it. You're just rehashing. Yeah. And like, oh, I got to make friends with my enemy again. Rehashing. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I was just picking my favorite fight scene. Overall, the story-wise is definitely the training and then the like they're yeah. saving their juniors. I like um, the fight where they had to freeze the guy, the uncle of Ellis. Oh, yeah. That was a fun one. Mm-hmm. What about oh, that and the girl, the two little girls? That was on. That was very surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, it's sword art. It's I don't. It, it might be the first time it is written well uh, for one part, just, just the training part. Because <laughs> yeah, that was like the only time I felt where like I cared about the characters and the consequences, and then when they. It's like really dramatic when they break the taboo, and mm-hmm. some people say the like the, the rape scene's a little gratuitous. Yeah, so we talked about that in a previous because <laughs> it happens in every sword art, or there's like some implied, or this one's just actual, yeah, um, non consensual <laughs> attempted rape, I guess. Yep. Uh, whereas the other ones like implied tentacle monsters in the first show, but yeah, it's 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 bizarre. But I mean, they used it correctly here, I think. So like people complained about Goblin Slayer too. Yeah, but this is this is the correct use. I mean, uh, this it moved the story forward. It wasn't like the thing is is like it used it as a plot point to break the thing that they had to break through. Um, right, because they spent they like three episodes have... being being like these guys are douchebags, but no one's so bad you gotta kill them. Yeah, exactly. And they finally they talk did about something. like all the noble adages, and then put in that situation, like what do they choose? Do they just let them keep being douchebags in the worst way. I mean, so <clears throat> yeah, and like, they finally did though... something that warranted their response. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, rape's not cool, but I think in this <laughs> case. Well, I mean, like you know, especially in today's era of 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 Me Too and all that, um, I just feel like you know, rape is often used in anime as like the shocking, like oh my god, terrible. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh god damn it! Well, that's you. Thank you. Um, so like no, I agree for with, this... without making political, like if the consequence, like in Goblin Slayer is going to be you kill every single goblin, the thing they did better be pretty bad. So using rape in that way is fine, right? Because, like, the mm-hmm. thing they did is really bad. Killing them seems okay now. Yeah. So they, they had to pick a thing severe enough. They couldn't just be, like, normal assholes by, like, pushing people around. Yeah, exactly. Know? And they couldn't be like, oh, they murdered someone. Like, no, it's not in them. It's like, yeah, right. But they feel like they can take anything they want. They feel mm-hmm. above everybody. Well, what do they want? Oh, they're horny. I mean, it right. makes sense. So, but yeah. Um, overall, I gave the show a six. Uh, I know it's kind of low, but I just thinking back about the just stupidity of the even limited because it's we don't have a lot of like current day in in time of the show events. Like they keep it pretty grounded within the game world mm-hmm. with different things. But the, the the whole concept just is the fact they have to fact dump. Like, they have a whole character called the Cardinal. 
<coughs> who basically explains the whole world and and all this stuff. And it's like it's this long, drawn out like Yeah, it's another thing. example of lazy writing. It's it's why I stand by my assessment that this Japanese author who got famous for his novels because he wrote them when he was young is similar to the people, the guy who wrote Aragorn, the like book about the dragon in the West. Mm-hmm. He wrote the first one when he's like younger than 18. Everyone's like, holy shit, it's a good fantasy book written by an 18 year old, but it isn't. It's, it's poorly written. There's 200 pages of exposition about sailing on a river in the second book. It's just like very lazily written. And you see a lot of the same shortcuts that a novice writer takes and what I didn't in, sword, like too, in sword art. What I didn't like too is like the cardinal like knew Kirito was special and then she's like, oh I want a hug. And I'm like, the fuck? Like, <laughs> what? And like, like she treats Yu-Gi-Oh like a nobody and she's like, oh Yu-Gi-Oh, go, go take a bath, go do something. Okay Kirito, I gotta talk to you. <laughs> Adult like, time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, Yu Gi Oh's his own guy. Yeah. So, but. He's the one that sets, like, the story in motion, like, throughout the entire show. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, we're at the point now of this first portion of the show that either they're gonna, like, kill the highest power in the game, or they're gonna somehow, she's gonna escape. And then the rest of it's going to be like her trying to plot a revenge or, or something or what, you know, like this is what I don't understand about this. That's true. It's it's not finished yet. I guess we should mention there's going to be another part. Yeah. It's actually airing next, next season. Um, what I don't get though is like, what, 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 what happens after like they defeat this, 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 this woman who rules the game? Oh yeah, and there's a long ass naked fight scene, um, which I was shocked that actually made uh, Adult Swim. Um, mm-hmm. no, nothing is shown, but it's just kind of funny to see like this long, like multiple episodes of this woman just naked. Anyway, um, I just don't know where they can go from here. Like, okay, is character gonna wake up and be like, "Oh man, I'm all healthy now, and I did this stuff," and Meanwhile, it's like, oh, the Japanese government is making this game, and blah, 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 blah. I just... Yeah, I imagine they'll do the normal thing of, like, guy wasn't actually good. Yeah. His game succeeded in some way. Like, even if the Pontifex loses, mm, I guess, like, the experiment of creating that world succeeded. So now what do they do? Like, because the whole point of the thing is, like, the game is completely procedural generated, and NPCs have, like, they live their life. And their life, and their life, and their life, and everything. It's like a, you know, our world. Mm-hmm. We're all, we're on the Matrix. Um, <laughs> so, I just, I wonder how, how long the next season is going to be. Because this was, what, 25, four, four episodes? Four or five, yeah. And they did a decent job. Like, there was no, like, <laughs> I don't know if you say boring parts. I guess for me, the most boring part... There's boring parts where they over-explain stuff. Yes, so that was no, like, There's no wasteful entire episode. I basically like, marathoned the first 18 episodes, and then we got to the Cardinal, and I was like, done. I'm fucking done. Fuck this. Fuck the show. It's and sad, because it's, it's so hyped up after they like get captured. Because that arc's so good. 
where they break the taboo, and then it's it's all downhill. <laughs> you know, I gotta say though, it was nice to see Kirito fail and get murdered, mm-hmm. and then get revived. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, am I gonna watch? Yes, because I want to know what the fuck happens. I've invested this, this much time. I just I don't know anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I think what a lot of people want is like. Hey, Kirito and Austin are going to go be happy, live your lives. Done. I imagine Austin is going to find a way to go in there. Oh, God. And then, yeah, and you then know Alice, they, Alice will have to pick Yujio instead of Kirito, and it'll just be like a romance action show of them kicking the ass of the dark place. Oh, God, that's actually a good... I actually didn't think of that. Oh, she'll be like, oh, he's dying, oh, he's failing, I'm going to jump we in. we got to go in there and save him, and he brings all of his harem friends... They kill everyone. They clean up easily. There's some sort of like moral lesson where the the military government guy apologizes for going too far, and then they then they wait for the next sword art. Yeah, so, I mean, yes. The person well, can't write anything more inspiring than that. The it, thing is, is this the, the 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 author was like, oh, yeah, I guess I could see where I wrote women in terrible situations and yeah i guess i could do better you know what i will do better i'm gonna write women in better more uh good positions and not make them yeah there you go more empowering positions and not make them so needy and this and that and don't get me wrong i want to see what happens like asuna should get her own show like Mm -hmm. fuck kirito fuck him yeah, her and and Yuki is some of the, the best written stuff he has, at least. Yeah. Like Asuna and Yuki is characters without Kirito. <laughs> Sadly, he's in that one, too. Yeah, so... It's weird, because the only other thing he's ever written is Sword or uh, Excel World, and I think that's better. Yeah. It... <laughs> so it's weird. I agree. I agree. Anyway... The main character's opposite. The main character's a fat blob. Yeah, who's useless. And Kirito's a womanizer. It's weird that he wrote two different characters, and how good of a story writer he is relies on how useful the main character is. I mean, maybe he's very abusive to Asuna behind closed doors. Like, bitch, make me a sandwich. Yeah, Chad Kirito, he's a misogynist. He manipulates women to to (laughs) fight for him. I don't know. And then the Excel World guy, he's, he's the true good guy. He's pudgy, but, you know, he's actually, he's putting in the work to help out. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, I am done talking about this. What did you score it? I gave it a seven. Gave it but a seven. Like you said, I mean, maybe I'd do it a six in hindsight. I just I didn't care about the exposition and like the boring real world parts because I just like already accepted his sword art. Yeah. I was just really relieved to not have it go the gun gal route, the alternative, where they're just like the villain was a guy you didn't know about the entire time. But you knew but, from like episode three, you're like, yeah, you, you knew in the very beginning that that's the only other character mentioned in the story. They're bad. You never see the consequences. It's just it was so bad. I just love the, the alternative fact... was like the worst anime I've ever seen. Yes. So this one was far better. And like that one arc redeems it for me. I'm like, wow, they can make me care in the moment about the characters. They've done it. I just love the fact that they're like, oh man, this is super illegal. Let's go do it in the middle of the ocean. We're gonna have like a fucking cruise ship dedicated to this illegal thing we're doing with an entire like catering and 
but super high tech like, security. Yeah, and... they invite like Cal, like Caltech, like. Uh, they're probably referencing like Caltech, some California technology school they yeah. reference is like sending students there to work on the project, but it's like secret. Don't tell and, anyone, Kay. Yeah, don't tell anyone, children. Also, we'll let anyone in, even if they're like a 16 year old Japanese girl that we thought was someone that was supposed yes, to be. Yes, who shouldn't even be there. Yeah, and then she'll reveal it right away, but we'll just let her stay. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Just go to your room. Also, why is the Japan guy there? Like, they're like military friends with the U.S. now, but. Like, their, their oh, whole yeah. constitution That's is a... written around being a defensive force. Why are they working on a military program in the U.S.? Oh, yeah, and and then this show, of course, we're evil because we want to use it for, like, military training and, like, like I don't know. Well, they want to use it for more than that. Like the, the, the thing is overly sinister. Like, all of his villains, they're like, we've created an AI where they can't feel suffering and we're hoping we can convince them to kill, like, us. That's like, yeah, it's insane. But, hello. Yes. It's hard art. Yep. All right. I gave it a six. You gave it a seven. Uh, you can check it out on. F- is it Funimation? You know, uh, I for all the other ones, yeah. So I so, imagine yeah. this one too. Anyway, it's on Adult Swim right now. They're airing it every week, and you can probably find it if you know where to look. The dub wasn't so bad. Uh, the dub was okay. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't. Uh, I've not heard a bad dub in years, so. I, mean, I was, I was just about to say, that seems to be the trend. I mean, if the dub's available in any reasonable amount of time, it's normally pretty good. Yeah. So, like I said, they're going to be airing the next season, I think, in fall. So, pretty quick. Um, yeah, it says October here. So. Oh, there. Does it have any number of episodes listed by chance? No, not yet. Okay. Well, maybe the next time we hear us, we'll be reviewing that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everybody, thank you very much for listening. Uh, check out our website, bonsaibeat.com. There you'll find our review index of our past shows. And if you have any comments, questions, anything, hit us up. Leave a post. Give us some feedback. Five-star reviews on iTunes. All that good shit. Talk to you later. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.